Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. What's up? Good Wednesday afternoon, man. You couldn't kick the smile off my face today. Sun came out for a while. Yeah. I was outside. Chiefs are still playing coming up. We have had a remarkable weather week. Yeah, we have. It's been good. No, it's good. It's going to be like this all week, isn't it? Um... I was really hoping mm. it was a false spring. We didn't get enough winter. I, I know I believe, hate to say that out loud. I know, but, but I couldn't believe that I looked at Laura Moritz yesterday g- delivering her reports from Vegas and all of their outstanding coverage of, of what's going on <clears throat> with the Chiefs there. She was bundled up like it was freezing, and I looked up the weather in Vegas. What is it? It was warmer here. Sam, when you look up the current temperature in Vegas, yeah. uh, today, 61 for the high. It's awesome. Good. Uh, tomorrow, 63. 62 on Friday, back down into the 40s for another four days after that, from Saturday through Tuesday. And uh, and we're going to hover in the 40s and 50s for the next week after that. It is currently a roughly 10 degrees cooler in Las Vegas. 51? Than here. 51? Because yeah. it's, it's 51. 61 right here. It is 51 degrees in Las Vegas. Hmm. Bad decision, Dana. Uh, speaking of the Chiefs, you know <laughs> that... Ignored. Totally ignored. Um, Kansas City's own Legarius Sneed uh, had missed practice earlier in the week, and then he wasn't um, there for media night. And it turns out there was a very important reason he was not there, and it wasn't an injury, and he's not in trouble. It turns out, yes, in fact, Sneed is now a father. Baby Sneed. Baby Sneed. Got a little baby Sneed. He and his girlfriend have welcomed a new baby girl. Oh, good. Sneed arrived in uh, Vegas to join the team today and announced his good news to the crowd. When asked, Sneed said the family's new addition adds extra motivation this week for the Super Bowl and in life. Uh, Sneed said the baby girl's his second child, but his first daughter, he also has a six-year-old boy. Not looking to make this a topic, but very sad news. Search and rescue crews have just found a U.S. Marine Corps helicopter that crashed on its route between Las Vegas and the air station near um, San Diego. Mm -hmm. They are still searching for the five Marines who were on board. Uh, It's somewhere deep in the forest in San Diego's East County. Is it a crash? They're they're saying firefighters and ambulances are attempting to reach the site, but muddy and steep terrain, because of all of that rain we've been talking Mm -hmm, about, mm -hmm. are making it difficult to get the emergency vehicles up to the location. Uh, Apparently it was snowing in the area when that chopper went down. Um, They said they found the chopper and are still searching for the crew. So, So if they found the chopper... 
have they gotten to it and they just don't know where they are? If, if so, that might be a, a good news sign. The CH-53E Super Stallion was reported, quote, overdue after it failed to arrive at the airport Tuesday night. Uh, the Marines asked for assistance from the San Diego County Sheriff's Department and the Civil Air Patrol to search. Mm. And apparently they found the crash site just after 9 a.m. local time. Yeah. Um, devastatingly sad. You know, we don't know. Everybody we, we, hoping and praying that they got out and somehow, mm-hmm. uh, you know, went went to search for help. So that's the latest there. And we will. Um, if there is one positive note, they are survival trained. Yeah, we'll keep you updated. That's true. That's true, Sam. Uh, do you want to tell everybody about your trip to the bank this morning? Yes. I hate you. <laughs> All right. Scott wrote me a check yesterday for the train tickets, the concert, and put something lewd on the memo line, and he wants me to go in and hand it to the teller. I'm not doing it. I'm doing this thing. God, and it's a woman. It is, and we cannot say what he wrote on the air. You can guess. And I can't tell you. Maybe I can tell you. All right, it's sending now. Hang on, let me turn it around. That was just me trying to get the darn check into the thing. I need to deposit that. And I apologize that memo line is not really what that money is for. (laughs) Sorry, what'd you say? That memo line is not really what that money is for. You're fine. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Scott I hate you, Scott Parks. I hate you. <laughs> if you listen really closely, I don't think she had read the memo line when you initially Not- pointed out the memo <laughs> line. And then she goes, goes sorry, oh, it's, what? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We see it all the time. <laughs> Did the check mounts? No. You're welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> All right, we have a lot in the stack today. We will get to Chiefs news. Uh, Ooh, what's going on? Who's there? What are they doing? What was the deal last night? One of the funniest um, viral videos I have ever seen in my life that just now um, flashed across my phone, and apparently it's a couple years old. We will play that for you. Um, and then I wonder, um, Scott, if it's time for a Brian Busby word of the day going into this game, if we should oh. maybe put that out there for our listeners and see – what, what they have they to want? say about it. What word yep. they want? Yep. Um, yeah, I think we, you want to do that today? I do. Okay. I think we can do that. Uh, quick break. Telephone number is 913-586-7798. When we get back, the airline that says it will now start weighing passengers. Where have you heard this predicted before? This show? We'll get to that in just a moment here on Dana and Parks. It's not a topic because I don't really care that much. But did I see in the news today that uh, Prince Harry flew all the way from Los Angeles to England, 11-hour flight, saw his dad for one hour. All right, Pops, time to go. And then flew back. (laughs) 60 whole minutes. Saw his dad for one hour and then just flew right back to the United States. 22 hours of flying, one hour of hanging out. Wow. There are problems in that family I cannot fix. (laughs) Story here from the New York Post. 
Finland's flagship airline has announced that it will be weighing passengers as well as their luggage. Where have you heard this predicted before? Oh, here. Uh, Thin Air said that the move will be done on a voluntary basis through May. It's designed <laughs> through May. Then after We're May, inviting you to step on the scale. Then after May, get your fat butt on that scale. Oh, uh, Finn, quoting here from a statement from the company. Thin Air will collect data by weighing volunteering customers and their carry-on baggage at the departure gate. The weighing is voluntary and anonymous, and the data will only be used to optimize Finnair's current aircraft balance calculation. Finnair said that weighing passengers will help ensure that the airline doesn't exceed the set maximum weight that a plane can bear before it takes off. Have we gotten that fat? I think we crossed that bridge a while ago, Ben. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Uh, the company pledges that it will not use customers' personal data. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Uh, your favorite student in the front row? Please. Why all of a sudden do we need to start optimizing weight right. throughout the cabin? I mean, planes. Because we are collectively getting bigger. Tens of thousands of planes take off every day. I don't see any of them tilting. Yeah, they, they, that is a real life experiment going on every day. And we've looked up the metrics that all of the airlines use. When it comes to weight, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sam, wasn't every woman assumed to be 175, including their suitcase, and every man, they padded it to like 215 or something. They over it so that, you know, the children are going to bring that aggregate down. Uh, the average weight per person is said to be 185 pounds, uh, but it does break it down male to female. Yeah. I'll, I'll find that. And so they know in the manifesto, let's say there's 100 people on the plane there are 20 women and 80 men. They calculate that every single time. Do, do they seat people accordingly? Like we don't want we don't they, want we if, don't want 75 of those men on the left right. side of the plane. I've never been in a plane where they reshuffled people. I, I I think we've had pilots call in about this. When you are transporting football players, the math is different and changes for every obvious reason you can imagine. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, that math has worked for decades. Where they pad it for women to like a buck seventy five and so, men a buck. But but if you're weighing people at the gate, right? Yeah. Are are you going to shuffle their ticket before they go down the the breezeway? I don't know. I don't oh, know how that works. We didn't. I'm sorry, Betty. We didn't think you were that fat. We're going to move you from twenty two C to thirteen A. We need you in the aisle. We need you in the center of the plane because we thought you would be one hundred and fifty pounds and your four your four bills. I mean, are they going to readjust your ticket right there at the gate? I don't know, Scott. Uh, by the way, it's 205 pounds for men, 165 roughly for women. Uh, somebody on the text line says Finland is one of the most unhealthy obese countries in the world. That is actually not true. It's actually one of the healthiest, thinnest countries in the world. Okay. So far, this is from the Daily Mail, more than 500, quote, volunteer customers have participated in the weigh-ins. I'd weigh in. Let's I'm, break I'm, that down. I'm not embarrassed. No, let's break that down. If 500 people have participated in the weigh-in, I'm going to guess those 500 people are relatively fit. Yes. If you're 600 pounds, you are not volunteering to weigh in. Yep. So what is this proving? With the 500, they're pushing that overall median weight probably down this is it's smoke and mirrors instead of up yeah uh, what, what you need to do if you're if you're going to have a weigh-in it has to be mandatory 
because I would get on that scale because I'm not embarrassed by how much I weigh. But there are people, I mean, let's be honest. There are people who are embarrassed, whether rightly or wrongly, with how much they weigh and would prefer not to step on a scale. And who's around? They say it's anonymous. Well, I'm stepping on the scale. Is there a private room? Or is it like you go through security and the um, scanner and someone in a separate room is looking at the scale? It says here at the departure gate. No way. No way. When we talked about this in the United States, they were talking about you just walk over this pad and someone in a different room somewhere else, just like with, you know, they're not actually seeing your skeletal whatever makeup. Mm -hmm. Someone in a different room is saying, okay, that person's clear. I think it's way worse if you're going to the gate and someone's like, uh, I'm so sorry, here. can you step off the scale and back <laughs> on? I'm, whoa, Marge, oh. we can't even cut. This thing is redlining. Can we get help? <laughs> it says to be continued. Oh, my <laughs> God. I've never seen it go around twice. Cannot compute. <laughs> cannot compute. There's no way. It says here, this is a statement from the company. Thin Air, not Thin Air, Thin Air nice. Texters. Uh, We'll collect data by weighing volunteering customers through May and their carry-on baggage at the departure gate. The weighing is voluntary and anonymous. No way. Then then what's the point? If it's voluntary, why bother even doing it? Dana's absolutely right. Okay, the Finnair captain was one of the first people to take part in the voluntary weigh-in. The captain of a plane is not going to be 400 pounds. Won't fit in the cockpit. Yes, yeah, more likely than not, they're going to Oh, my gosh. Now, one idea that I kind of had for a moment was, could they just pull that weight from your ID if you vary off of the <laughs> predicted scale? Raise your hand if the ID on your well, driver's license weight it, yes, <laughs> is accurate. <laughs> because mine was accurate 20 years ago. Yeah, mine says 195. That's not the case anymore. Okay, so <laughs> when I went to the DMV, the last time I got my driver's license picture taken, I think it was in 2020 or 2021. And I was, I was at the heaviest I've ever been in my life. I, I was, I was trying to get sober. Uh, I was eating my weight in ice cream yeah. just to get sugar into my body, and I was pushing 250 pounds. It's the heaviest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. I go to the DMV. They take my picture. Uh, I look like a wreck. I'm going through hell. And the lady says to me, "How tall are you?" I said, "I'm six feet tall." She says, "How much do you weigh?" I go. <clears throat> 215 pounds. I was 35 pounds heavier. I lied. We all round down. Everybody lied. Okay, I've got one worse. I go to the DMV several years ago, and the man behind the counter, <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> We're doing the whole deal, and he goes, still want to stick with 119? Oh! oh, oh <laughs> no way! I swear to God! <laughs> still going to, uh, Still going to go with 119? Yes. I go 120. 21. Did you look like a felon in a Vegas courtroom <laughs> after that? Still, we're still sticking with that still 119, gonna stick with huh, that, honey? are we? Yes, I am, sir. <laughs> Richard in Raytown. What's up, man? Hey, I'm guessing that the weight is not for balancing of the plane. It's for fuel consumption. I'm a truck driver. And the more my truck weighs, the more fuel I consume. Put more in than you need. So they're just 
making up for the fuel consumption. Okay. Probably. All right, man. Hey, do appreciate the call. Thank you for it. Uh, Dave in Liberty. Dave, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, Scott. Hey, you know, the only sad part, part about this is I just left the doctor's office. I weighed 190 when I left this morning. I'm in all my clothes, and now it's 202 when I'm on the scales. And they're like, hey, Tubby, you may want to think about losing some pounds. I'm like, I'm dressed. So what you weigh before you would get to the airport, once you throw on the clothes, that that kind of that would be kind of tough, especially if they decided to start moving you around in the seats because of the additional weight adding from what you thought it was when you left. Okay, I will give you this. <laughs> Thin air says. Thin air. Yep. Finn. Says passengers will stand on a scale in all their clothes. Okay, thank you for that. And with their carry-on luggage at the same time. First of all, do they really need to say in all their clothes? I mean, no. I mean come on. Um, and second of all, what if I just have, what if like it's because like Spirit Airlines and all I have is a little tiny, tiny little crossbody. Then everyone is going to know what I weigh. That crossbody weighs like two pounds. Why, why would they have to say with all your clothes? Are you going to leave some of the clothes back at the airport? I don't know. I mean, all the clothes are going on the plane anyway. So, well, of course, you would weigh in with your clothes. And that brings the question of anonymity, because in theory, Dana, they wouldn't know how much you weigh because they're not going to say, correct, yep, 119 out loud after they read the scale. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Dana Wright, Sam Stevie the Third. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Somebody writes on the text line. Let me find it here again. Uh, Here it is. From 6162, why would you be embarrassed at the number of your weight? People can look at you and already see if you're fit or not. That's true to to an extent. Yeah, you're you're right. 6162. People can look at you and say, that guy does not take good care of himself. Or that person, that lady does. But if if the, the point is to figure out where people need to be on the plane or if we've exceeded what is deemed to be the maximum weight limit, who do you kick off if you've exceeded that maximum weight limit? Do you kick off two skinny people or just one fat person? They've never, ever in the history of aviation ever had a plane go down because of weight, because of passenger weight. Now, when you look at Aaliyah's airplane and these fatal crashes with the 
influencers that year at TPC, and it's all weighted down with six passengers when you're supposed to have four and luggage. That's when we see crashing. We don't ever see this with a commercial airliner because they already have metrics to cover everybody. Telephone number is 913-586-7798. Ashley in Lawrence. Hello. Hi, guys. Uh, If they really wanted to do this, why couldn't they just put a scale in the metal detector or in that thing where you put your arms up and it goes shoop, shoop around you? Wait, how does it go? Shoop, shoop. Oh, shoop, shoop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that's a Dana thing. Shoop, shoop. Shoop, shoop. Uh, But, you know, then they could flag the people that are possibly going to be a problem with the weight. I know somebody who is admittedly 653 pounds and has flown with, well, since we opened after pandemic again. So I could see where you'd pull that person to be like, hey, we made. And but why wouldn't you have that at security? You've got to show your boarding pass. It would be much easier just to have it. You know, right there in the metal detector in that machine. Well, but to Dana's point, when did weight become such a a concern? I mean, I I know we're getting heavier, but we've been heavy for a while. With anything transportation, like the truck driver called in was saying about fuel consumption, my truck drives differently if I've got several thousand pounds on it than it does like right now when it's empty. That can affect how the plane flies. I know that it hasn't yet, but I like how they're trying to be proactive about it. Any type of moving a vehicle is going to have a difference when the weight inside that changes. I make sure that my um, weight distribution is correct in my truck so that it's not all the one side or the other because that could screw me up. Okay. Hey, Ashley, do appreciate the call. Drive safely, please. Uh, Pat in North Kansas City. Hello, Pat. Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to comment uh, the experience Dana had where she had 119 on her driver's license. Yes. The same thing happened to me. Did they say uh, it like that? You, you want to still stick with that, Pat? <laughs> what? Did, the, did they say it what? that way? Well, he's he said, um, he said, <clears throat> do you want to use the weight on your driver's license? And, and, and it was 125. And I probably... I probably weighed that 50 years ago. but so What did you say? I, said, what did, I thought what? I said, no, let's use like 145. But I checked my license while I was on hold, and it's still 125. So I must have told him to go ahead. <laughs> All right. You know, anybody knows by looking at a person yeah. kind of you know, if they're fudging or not, but he didn't, he didn't worry about it. Pat, you would, you should have looked back at him and go, why would you ask that? Uh, do I look like I'm heavier than 125? Yeah. This isn't worlds of fun. You want to guess? Hannah in South Kansas city. Hannah, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. Hi. How are you guys today? We're well, thank you. Excellent. I was just going to say, so I'm, I'm a person who looks at social media as far as like, I look at TMZ, entertainment, people magazine online, all that good stuff. Not that it has any bearing on my 50 year old life, but whatever. Um, And there was a very interesting article on TMZ recently about an Instagram model saying that um, she's getting a petition started to make the seats bigger on flights um, because of people having 
bigger, I don't know how to say it better, but bigger bottom halves of their bodies. Yeah. Um, and, but I was thinking, I mean, if you're paying a surgeon for plastic surgery to, to modify your body to look like that, then it should be out of your own pocket to have to pay for another seat, in my opinion, because you've done that to yourself. I mean, that's, that's, some, that's a choice you made, spent money on to have done. Uh, nothing against it to each their own. Everybody's beautiful yeah. in their own way. And if that makes you feel better about yourself, but I don't feel like everybody should have to pay for it because of a decision you made about your own body. Yeah. Would you, would you be comfortable stepping on a scale at a gate? I would. And I, so about are you in good, are you in good, like, sh- are you in good shape? So I've actually uh, lost 30 pounds in the last like three months, good probably. Um, not purposely though. I don't know how it's happened to be honest with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I wouldn't have a problem even when I was at my heaviest weight, like two fifteen. Um, it was after I had my kids, it's still, and I'm only five foot three. So I wouldn't have, I feel like I'm comfortable in my own skin. And if somebody else doesn't like it, that's their problem, not mine. Um, and so they can go take that up with their therapist or their God or their whatever they want to take it up with. It's not on me. Great call. Hannah, thank you for it. Thank you. All right. Be well. Take care. If you read way down in the daily mail story, because there's like five pages of this story. The company says the move is aimed at reducing wasted fuel and helping more accurately estimate the weight of the plane. Okay? A month prior, an EasyJet flight from Lanzarote? Common spelling. To Liverpool asked 19 passengers to get off the plane because it was deemed too heavy to take off. Okay, that had to have been a smaller plane. A spokesperson confirmed... The incident in a statement writing, EasyJet can confirm that 19 passengers on flight EZY3364 would have been way funnier if it was L-A-R-D a, <laughs> a. volunteered to travel on a later flight as a result of the aircraft. Wait, what was that flight? As a result of the aircraft being over the weight limits for the weather conditions. Quote, this is a routine operational decision in these circumstances and weight restrictions are in place for all airlines for safety reasons. Everyone got a $500 voucher. How did they pick the 19? Please, Boy, I don't know. God, tell do, me do, how do they picked the 19. Do you go with the with the heaviest or the lightest? Oh, come on, Scott. Uh, you weigh four bills. You're out. I, I How, you're, how you're did they choose half. the 19? You're Let me off. see if I can find something else about that flight. Because how did they pick those 19? I mean, you almost have to draw numbers out of a hat. You cannot dis- not dis- if you're trying to get down to a certain weight. Oh god! Yeah, what if you accidentally draw the two, three skinniest, the three people? skinniest people on on the flight? Yeah. Um, this is not the only one. There, there are other times that this has happened. Um, okay, the flight that we're talking about that was scheduled to take off at nine forty-five p.m. was delayed for poor weather and the aircraft's weight. And passengers around 1130, it was supposed to take off at 945, around 1130, were asked on the overhead to volunteer to, quote, choose not to fly. Because there are so many of you, this is a pretty heavy aircraft. That heavy aircraft combined with a fairly short runway and wind, which isn't particularly favorable at the moment, means that with the current unfavorable conditions here, the aircraft is too heavy to depart. Safety is our number one priority. Who would like to get up and get a voucher, people? Come on. Don't all rush up here at once. Fatter the better. If possible, I would like to ask up to 20 volunteers to choose not to fly. 
If anyone wants to volunteer, there is an incentive. See, I take that back. I said that had to have been a small flight. If you need 20 people to get off of that flight, no, that that's, a, small a, that's, flight. A, that's a big airplane. 913-586-7798. Uh, Joel in Raytown. Hello, Joel. Good afternoon. Hope you all doing well. Anyway, I think with that paragraph you just read that I hope you took your blinders off. Okay. What do you mean? Well, you've been focusing only on passenger weight. The plane carries more than passenger. It carries cargo. I have been on a flight once. And I assume, since I'm not a pilot, especially nowadays with the fancy stuff they have, that that plane weighs itself. It's got ways to weigh what its total weight is. And if they know what the passenger weight is before they get on the plane, then they can, the cargo master or whatever he's called, can adjust the cargo weight accordingly to make sure the plane's not well, overweight. Well, I know well, one flight, one flight I was on, we were delayed at takeoff, and I seen them open up the cargo bay doors and take some stuff off and then close it, and then we took off. Oh, God. Well, but, but, but so you, you got to calculate both. But I they mean, do. But, but they, they do. But they do, Joel. They do calculate I know. both. Well, they're estimating. What the weight is? You no, got that? No, estimate? no they're not. They, wait, they Joel, weigh, not. They, wait. Joel, they weigh your bag. They weigh your bag when you check it in. But they don't weigh you. That's my point. They yeah. estimate your weight. That's why they want to weigh you ahead of time. But you, you, they know but, they have thousands of people Joel. to get on it before they take off. Then they know they got to take off Joel, a thousand pounds of cargo. Joel, you told us at the beginning of your call that we were focused on the wrong thing. We were focused on the passengers and not the cargo. Joel, let me finish my yeah. sentence, please. I didn't interrupt you. Yeah. Please don't interrupt me. You said we were focused too much on the passengers, not on the cargo. And Dana and I just pointed out to you that they weigh the cargo before they put it in the belly of the plane. Correct. But they don't weigh the people before they put them on, so you but, don't know how much <laughs> actual weight you have. You got to estimate it. So if they start weighing the people before they get on the plane, you'll know how much weight you're going to have on it. Okay. All right, buddy. Hey, listen. Correct? I, I mean, am I correct? No, you're wrong. I'm sorry to tell wrong. you, but you're wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know I'm right. Okay. All right, buddy. Listen. I, here's what I pray for you. I hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Well, I'm going to, and I hope you have a good one, too. You too, buddy. All right, be well. Take Bye. care of yourself. There's no fighting. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> what he may have I been didn't fight. What he may have been referencing is there's two separate cargo holds under the plane, one for luggage, one for random cargo that they contract out where they make big bucks shipping all, that cargo. All weighed before yeah. it gets put on the plane. And his argument was, and I'm, I'm not trying to beat up on Joel, but Joel's argument was we're focused on the wrong thing. We're focused on the passengers, not the cargo. And we weigh the cargo. And the cargo is weighed. Every it, single time. I just got back from Biloxi. Trust me. They put that bag up there. Yeah. And there's also, if it's over, I think you get it's 100 over, pounds. I think you get 50 Or is pounds. it 50? It's 50 pounds. It's more money, or they will tell you to start taking stuff out. Mm -hmm. But if they're trying Move to maxi maximize their secondary cargo load, that's when they want to start weighing passengers. Right. But, but, but all, I think that's all, what he was saying. I don't well, know. I don't think that's what he was saying. But all the cargo is weighed before it gets put into the belly of the plane. That is a fact. Anyway, I digress. That is a fact. Quick break. She is Dana Wright. He is Sam Stevie. <laughs> My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ.
Well, here we go. We got breaking news out of Gladstone. Had 52 minutes into the program, everything was going just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from the Gladstone Police Department, where schools are currently locked down. One of our sergeants is going to post the below information on social media. Wanted to get it out ahead to you. We did recover a firearm, and the kids are best described as middle school age boys. Mm. And here is what happened. Uh, around 1230, Gladstone police responded to a call. Sam, get us this address, please. I'll of shots it. fired near the 6600 block of North Prospect Avenue. That's going to be a school. 6600 block. North Tw- Prospect? Yep. 1230 this afternoon, Gladstone police responded to a call of shots fired near the 6600 block of North Prospect Avenue. Further information revealed that the involved parties may be three juveniles. Officers apprehended all parties involved. At this time, it is not believed the shots hit anyone. Area schools were placed on a brief lockdown. It's an it's an intersection uh, just to the west of Sycamore Park and just north of the Gladstone Fire Station Number Two. There's is a, Gladstone we, out of school today? If these are middle school age boys, you don't see a school anywhere near there. There's a preschool uh, about two blocks away. Um. Let me see if I can find any other schools in the area. There's a technology center attached to the preschool. There we go. And a professional development center, all North Kansas City School District. Uh, okay. Good, Good Shepherd Gladstone is not far. Um, almost shares the same parking lot with the preschool. Okay. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, I, I don't know where the gun came from, why the shots were fired, but that verdict yesterday yeah, oh. better put parents on edge yep. across the country. I hope it did. That the mother of the 16-year-old that shot up four classmates has been found guilty of four counts of involuntary manslaughter and is going away to prison for a very, very long time for failing to secure that gun in her house. Uh, up to 15 years. And and this is, and I say this as a, as a gun owner. I know you do. Um, this country desperately needs a come to Jesus meeting on the way that we, I mean, listen, the gun debate is out the window. We're not getting rid of guns in America. Nobody's going to try. Nobody's coming after your guns. Okay. It will never happen in America. So let's forget about that debate and let's focus on the real debate. How are you storing your guns? And this country desperately needs to repeat myself a come-to-Jesus meeting on the way that we store fire. Don't you feel like it's one of those things where even responsible gun owners think it's never going to happen to me? That's something that happens, quote, over there. That's not a chance I'm willing to take. That's something that happens to other people. Yes, I I think you're right about that. My kid is not going to get a fentanyl overdose. That's something that happens to other people. And I think people, not all of them, but there are responsible gun owners who still think this is not going to happen to me. Well, I bet if you ask that woman, is your son going to slaughter four people because he is clearly off his rocker and you mm-hmm. just took him to the shooting range, she mm-hmm. would have been like, no, I mean, I don't really feel like that's going to happen. Well, yeah. now she's going to prison. And, and I think most parents uh, would tell you, my kid would never do that. You know, the, the same thing that you were saying just a minute ago. I would tell you that. There, there was never a time I thought Sarah or Maya might go and shoot up a school or kill somebody. But you know what I did with my gun? I always locked it up. 
I wasn't taking any chances. Well, someone didn't. I know. Uh, and we will continue to monitor and release more information as it becomes available. Quick break. Uh, Dan Weinbaum has the news coming up in about two minutes. And then we will see you on the other side. She is Dana Wright. He is Sam Stevie the Third. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.